Stickered Up, the official podcast of the Cars Tour is on the air. Presented by Solid Rock Carrier. The Cars Tour, the premier late model stock series. Short track racing at its very best. Stickered Up will feature A-list guests, the hottest topics, race previews, recaps, the good, the bad, and the ugly. If it happens on the Cars Tour, Stickered Up is chewing on it. Here's your host, Stephen Dunn. Happy race week, everyone. Stephen Dunn, Stickered Up Podcast, the official podcast of your Solid Rock Carriers Cars Tour. And it is race week into the mountains of North Carolina. The Cars Tour heads to Tri-County Motor Speedway. The Harrisons Workwear 225, 125 laps for the late model stock cars, 100 lap for the super late model stock cars. 18 super late models will take the green flag on Saturday night with $10,000 to the winner, 22 Late model stock cars are pre-registered for this weekend's festivities at Tri-County, which kick off on Friday at 11 o'clock with trailer parking. Uh, quick note, uh, the Cars Tour, they're actually going to pick race tires on Friday rather than Saturday. And this, again, in due to the tire shortage Um making sure that all the race teams get the best tires they possibly can get for Saturday night's feature, and then practice tires will be distributed after race tires. But before we dive into Tri-County, let's recap our most recent stop at Motor Mile Speedway. Late model stock cars and super late models were two of the points points contender champions for 2021. Took the checkered flag. We'll go to Pit Road TV's Tony Stevens and yours truly for the recap. Kyle Dudley and Bobby McCarty will lead the field down through the KRC Power Steering Start Zone. The green flag is out. We've got problems already on the front straightaway. Minnie Terrell, Jonathan Finley, Brandon Pierce, Rusty Skews, Chase Purdy, and that did not take long. It looked like somebody did not go on the initial start back about the 13th spot or so. Nobody really loses a lot of ground. Right here, you see, I mean, it's hard to say, but it just, it was a chain reaction that nobody expected. Problems for Lane Riggs at a turn number two. The car slowed suddenly. Mike Looney got into him, and Lane Riggs cannot buy a break hardly in 2021. So here we go, coming down to 10 laps to go this time. Bobby McCarty's got arguably three cars to negotiate and then separate him from a victory here at Motor Mile. Brandon Pierce deters three and four. Bobby McCarty will emerge and see from Brandon Willard. The white flag at the starter stand. Bobby McCarty has got one circuit separating him from a second Cars Tour win in 2021. Settles the car off of turn number two into turn three. There's nothing Justin Johnson can do, and Bobby McCarty will win the Long Run Transportation 225 by Food Country USA. Here he comes out of the race car. Bobby McCarty, a two-time winner in 2021. And so we'll get a, check, a second to chat with Bobby over here. The mid-stages of that race were some of the most exciting laps we have seen all season long here in the Tour. You guys were two and three wide at times. What was it like when Justin Johnson got by you and when that guy, Mike Looney, was behind you and you were trying to hold both of them off and then retake the lead after that they got by you? Uh, it was good hard racing there with Justin. I mean, we, uh, I kind of cut him off getting into one. That's on me. I apologize for that. It wasn't nothing intentional. Um, spotter called inside. I thought we could get in a little bit deeper and clearer. I mean, we made contact. Um, but after that, man, we, God, he made me mad. I ain't going to lie because I, I knew when I got behind him, I could tell I had more forward drive. But when he got up on top, I couldn't do nothing with him, you know, and I just had to keep working at it, working at it. But 
I got to thank all these guys, everybody knows some motorsports, uh, the Auto Park Connect, uh, RNS Race Cars, Charlie Long Engines, uh, Brian Tanner Carburetors, just everybody that helped on this thing. I ain't going to lie, yesterday when we was at second round practice, we was all standing around scratching our head. We didn't know what to do. And, uh, you know, we just kept digging. We didn't give up. And here we are. Obviously, this extends your point lead slightly in the championship. Are you worried about that yet with a handful of races yet? Is this going to be the uh, road to championship number three? I'm just ready for the next race so we can try winning it. You know, we're not not focused on championships. Like I said before, we've been there and got the T-shirt twice. So uh, we're just looking forward to, to try and win all these races we can. I don't know if my sister's at home watching or not, but she was been in a pretty bad wreck Friday, mo uh, Friday morning. And uh, I'm just hoping she gets to feeling better soon. And uh, we'll just uh, move on to Tri-County. Again, Bobby McCarty, your winner of the 125-lap portion of the Long Haul Transportation 225 at Motor Mile Speedway. His second win of the 2021 campaign. Justin Johnson second, Mike Looney third, Caden Honeycutt fourth, Jonathan Schaefer with a solid top five, Josh Berry sixth, Sam Yarber seventh, Kyle Dudley eighth, Connor Jones ninth, Daniel Silvestri round out the top ten on the late model side. And then the two points contenders battled it out on the super late model side. We again go to Pit Road TV and Tony Stevens for the call. Through the KRC Power Steering Start Zone, Justin Kreider from the Molly Pistons pole gets the jump. Everybody juking and jiving into turn number one. Matt Craig around the outside trying to get the momentum. He wants to lead lap number one. It had a little bit of that same we saw in the late model race. A uh, little bit of caution there to the wind as everybody got through. But everybody made it through unscathed in lap one. He's out. Doesn't look like Quapple is a wee bit quicker than Grant Enfinger right now. Last time by, had about a half a tenth on him, and you can visibly see the gap shrinking even from first to second right now. Yeah, and again, remember Josh Berry earlier in the late mile stock race, the rotors glowing early? Yep. Starting to see the exact same thing from Grant Enfinger in the number 96 car. Yeah, and again, like you said, this is kind of a home game for those guys out of Abington, not, not too far down the road here. My hometown. All the while, that pair continuing to reel in Matt Craig. Well, the good news for Matt Craig is he's two laps away from what would be a well, the only competition caution of this night. And uh, he's better hurry because here comes Grant Infinger. He wants to lead lap number 40. To the outside as well. That's a power move right there, Tony. Is there a problem with Matt Craig's car? You saw him low on the racetrack. He's definitely off the pace. Maybe. Well, hang on. Here comes Matt Craig. Down to the attention of the crew. I'm not sure. Yeah, I believe Lenny Baticki is there. Let's head down to PRN at the track's host. And Lenny, what you got with Matt Craig? Well, we, we've got Matt Craig's father jacking up the rear end of the car. Super Stevie, Stevie Johns over on the right-hand side of the race car. They're definitely concerned with things at the back end of this race car, and they're taking their time to make sure that it's right. Grant Infinger is the control car. Carson Quapple alongside. Oh, look at Bramante sideways on the restart. That was a moment. White flag is Whoa. in the air. Jeff Batten tried. He failed. And Carson Quapple We'll send it into turn number three for the final time. Wisconsin by Heritage, North Carolinian by Residence. He'll win the super late model portion of the Long Run Transportation 225 presented by Food Country USA. Here he comes out of that Corvette parts race car. Carson Quapple, a three-time winner this season in the Solid Rock Carriers Cars Tour. Carson, you made it look easy, but what was the turning point of that race for you behind the wheel? Uh, I think for me it was uh, being able to run down Craig in the 96 there in the first run. Uh, 
I was able to get up to second. Uh, I was trying to pass the 96, but uh, we both got around Craig, and I thought that was even better. Uh, me and him are in a pretty tight, tight points battle, so uh, I was happy to see that. But uh, I, I got a good, really good restart there after that, and I was able to run away with it. Well, that's Carson Quapple here in Edelbrock, Victory Lane. Carson Quapple with his third win on the Super Late Model side in the Cars Tour this year. He was followed by Jake Garcia in second. Matt Craig finished third. Giovanni Bomani finished fourth. Jeff Batten fifth. Actually, Jeff Batten ran top three the majority of the second half of the race. A little slip up there in the last couple of laps dropped him back to fifth. Kyle Plott sixth. Justin Kreider, the pole sitter, his first career pole. He brings it home seventh. Austin McDonald eighth, Michael Rich ninth, and Jake Keaton finished tenth to round out the top ten. Uh, looking at the point standings for the super late models, Matt Craig, uh, his points lead was cut in half. He now leads by four over Carson Quapple, Jeff Batten third, Justin Kreider fifth, Michael Rich moves up into fifth in the super late model points, and then looking at the late model stock car, Bobby McCarty, the winner, of the uh, most recent race at Motor Mile. He will also be our guest here in the next segment via the GSX Raps Hotline. He leads the points by nine markers over Caden Honeycutt. Justin Johnson, 13 markers back. Jared Fryer didn't have the night he was looking for at Motor Mile. He slips from, from third to fourth, 19 points behind. Sam Yarborough rounds out the top five. He is 32 markers behind current points leader Bobby McCarty. With that, the first caution flag of this edition of the Stickered Up podcast is out. Brandon Willard's got that out. We'll come down pit road, sticker up, and when we return, we'll have current points leader and the most recent winner on the Cars Tour, Bobby McCarty. You're listening to the Stickered Up podcast. Stickered Up, official podcast of the Cars Tour. Delivery by truck, part of the lifeblood of our nation. Solid Rock Carriers, LaGrange, North Carolina, gets the job done. Specializing in general freight and refrigerated foods. And here's an opportunity for you. You can join the Solid Rock Carriers team. If you have a CDL license and would like to find out more, call 252-521-1757. 252-521-1757 for Solid Rock Carriers. Supporting short track racers and industry professionals. And the title sponsor of the Cars Tour. BST, Bryant Shock Technology, providing proven race-winning shock technology. The only thing that will shock are the affordable prices. BST offers sales, service, and repair of racing shocks, plus suspension-related components for a wide range of race cars. With 20-plus years of NASCAR experience and a decade as a shock specialist, contact P.J. Bryant, 704-701-5585. That's 704-701-5585. Tell him you heard about BST on Stickered Up. Stickered Up. Get the picture with Pit Row TV, the official home of Cars Tour TV, where winners watch their favorite races. If you can't make it to the track, tune in and let Tony Stevens and Anna Newhouse bring you all the action for the Cars Tour. Pit Row TV. Check them out online. PitRow.tv. That's PitRow.tv. Don't change that channel. A rock. Yeah. 
is back. Stock Car Racing returns to historic Rockingham Speedway on Saturday. November 6th. As LeafCars.com presents Race the Rock 125, featuring the Championship Auto Racing Series Cars Tour. Get your tickets now in advance at RaceTheRock.com. Camping and RV sites available too. But are going fast. See Thunder Rally Roar to life. November 6th at Rockingham Speedway. Tickets on sale now at RaceTheRock.com. RNS Race Cars, building championship race cars, provider of championship winning late model stock chassis. RNS Services, providing chassis, body hanging, turnkey purchases, parts, and baseline setups. Contact RNS today at 336 213 0736. That's 336 213 0736 to start building your next winning race car. That's RNS Race Cars, 336 213 0736, South Boston, Virginia. Needing new tires and trying to fit that in your budget doesn't have to be stressful. You just need to know where to go, and that's Thrifty Tire, your locally owned source for new and used tires. Two locations, Durham and Roxborough, and not just tires. Auto repair, wheels, brakes, alignment, and suspension. Online at thriftytireonline.com. The official Car Care Service Center, the official pit stop of the Stickered Up Podcast. This is Marcus Richmond with RNS Race Cars. You're listening to Stickered Up Podcast with Stephen Dunn. Green flag back out, Stickered Up Podcast, the official podcast of the Solid Rock Carriers Cars Tour. Via the GSX Wraps Hotline, we've got the most recent winner on the late model side of the Cars Tour and the current points leader, Bobby McCarty. Bobby, welcome to Stickered Up Podcast. Thank you, man. Thank you for having me. First and foremost, man, wanted to uh, wanted to check in, see how your sister was doing. Obviously, in Victory Lane, you mentioned that she was in a car accident, and just wanted to wanted to check in, see how she's doing, make sure everything's going okay. Yeah, she's doing good. Uh, got uh, eat up by the airbag pretty bad when it deployed, but uh, she's doing good now. Everything's looking good, so that's always a blessing. Well, man, I know uh, I know you also said in your in your interview with Tony Stevens in Victory Lane that. You just were going to focus on Tri-County and, and not worry about points. Well, it's race week. We're going to Tri-County, racetrack that uh, you visited for the first time with the Cars Tour a few years ago and, oh, just won $10,000 in the season opener. <laughs> Got to be excited about going back to Tri-County this weekend. Yeah, definitely looking forward to it. Uh, I know they, they've changed the the track a little bit, you know, at the repave, and I believe it's three and four. Um Kind of wish we would have raced there once this year, just kind of get a feel for it. But, you know, I'm confident my Nelson Motorsports guys, I think we'll get it dialed in Friday. Um, and we'll just we'll just have to go to work. I do want to go back to, to Motor Mile. And I tell you, man, I had the opportunity to, to watch it from the booth with Tony Stevens doing the broadcast. And some of the best racing we've seen all year on the Cars Tour, you and Justin Johnson and Mike Looney, uh, running up there at the top for, you know, you and Justin, it, it felt like you guys ran side by side for 25, 30 laps. Mike Looney's right there in your rear view mirror. You guys are running three different lanes at the racetrack. Man, talk about how, how fun it was to actually race those guys. Uh, it, was, it was really cool. You know, Justin and I haven't actually had the opportunity to race with each other like that before. And um, to put on a show the way we did, um really close really hard racing and you know it was just two guys giving everything they had you know it was what no holding back or anything and um to race as clean as we did and and put on the show that we did it was it was really fun i ain't gonna say it wasn't frustrating um because he he got in the in the top groove there and it was like he found another 10th and i just it was hard for me to do anything with him um 
but you know, it was really fun racing with him. I, I enjoy that. He's a really good friend of mine. And, um, you know, it was really cool to finally get that opportunity to race with each other the way we did. And, uh, you know, I'm, like I said, I really enjoyed it. I'm, I'm <laughs> I was glad we finally got around him when we did, but, um, you know, it, it was really fun. I, I hope the fans enjoyed it. Um, if they didn't, I don't know what more we could have done, but, uh, you know, it was, it was definitely a good racing. Speaking of that, uh, obviously you're, you are leading the points, um, nine points over Caden Honeycutt, Justin Johnson, 13 points behind Jared Fryer didn't have the greatest night, 19 points behind, but you know, all too well that, you know, 19 points may seem like an insurmountable amount, but it doesn't happen, but a blink of an eye. Well, how do you go in and, you know, you and I have talked about this numerous times that you don't really look at points and you don't points, right? Can you really focus in and just show up at Tri-County on on, on Friday, practice and, and try to win the race on Saturday? Is that the main goal? Do you really not focus on points with only four races left in the season? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's not something that, to me personally, I, I'm concerned about. You know, I mean, like I said before, man, win, winning championships are cool, but, you know, I mean – I feel championships are you have to race different, you know, and you just have to start being really mindful of certain situations you put yourself in versus if you was just, you know, worried about the win. And, you know, I feel if you, especially with the the way the points are structured with the cars tour, I mean, if you, you qualify on pole, you lead the most laps and, and, you know, do what you can to win the race. You, you can win a lot of points that way. So um, it's just not really something that I'm really, concerned about especially since we've we've already won the championship twice i mean i'm not saying a third one it wouldn't be great i'm not saying i don't want a third one i would love that don't get me wrong but just the mindset you have to have when your points racing is is entirely different and i just i don't i don't want to get you know the first year we won the championship we'd finish fourth or fifth and i'm like you know at the time i was so concerned about winning my first late model championship that i didn't really I really wasn't focused on winning. I was just focused on, you know, we was racing Lee for the championships. I wanted to finish close to him as I possibly could, if not in front of him. And I really wasn't focused on winning the race. You know, I just wanted to race Lee. Um, and I, I just don't, that was a bad habit for me to get into. You know what I mean? So, um, you know, I kind of had to restructure the way I look at, at racing. And, you know, if you if you don't focus on winning, then you, you're not going to go into it 110%. So, um, my goal is to qualify on the pole, lead all the laps, win the race. And it's, it's easier said than done, but, you know, just personally, it's better for me to have that mindset because then I am 100% focused on winning. And when I leave Tri-County Saturday night or whatever race is next after that, I can say, you know, hey, I'd give it all I could. You know, we, I did the best I could. Um, and if we didn't win the race and we don't win the championship, then it just wasn't meant to be. Um, but I'm not going to. I'm not going to cover myself to to just try and win a championship. You know, we've we've won four races so far this year, two with the Cars Tour, um, two big money races, and you know, I'm we're not done winning this year. You know, and and that's just a mindset we got to keep having. Is you know, it's it's not just about championships; it's about wins, and and you know, just getting back to that point where, like the first couple of years in the Cars Tour, where we was one of the guys to beat. We've kind of been off of that, you know, the last year or so. So we're trying to get back to contending for wins week in and week out and um you know just being that person that everybody feels like they got to beat so uh focus 100 on winning races and, and getting our cars where they need to be and 
um, that's all we're concerned about. And obviously, you know, you're coming up on some racetracks that you've you've run very well at. Obviously, you've won at Tri-County and Cars Tour competition. Um, you've run pretty decent at Florence. Uh, you've won races at South Boston. You won the 200-lapper in July. So going to some tracks that you really feel good about. Talk a little bit about kind of what your thoughts and next. But again, I know it's kind of looking ahead, but you know, Wake County is kind of the wild card. That's what everybody's kind of identified as the wild card. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, you raced there a couple of years with the Cars Tour. Talk a little bit about what what that race may look like for some of our fans. So we've we've raced one. I've raced once at Wake County with the Cars Tour, and it's it's really it just depends on what kind of mood the drivers are in that day. Um, it's a really small racetrack. It's very abrasive on tires, so it just depends on, you know, if everybody's got their head on straight on, on how the race is going to be. I felt the race two years ago there was actually a pretty good race. You know, there wasn't a bunch of tour of race cars, so it just depends on how people want to race that night, on, on what kind of night it's going to be. But, um, you know, I, I like to think that, these tracks coming up we're going to be good at you know like you said with tri-county i've raced there once we won i think we finished fifth or sixth at wake two years ago uh, which which wasn't bad and uh we run third at the florence race at the beginning of this year um and then we have one at south boston so i, I would tend to think that you know this is a good little stretch for us but i mean at the same time we was thinking the same thing going into langley you know langley was a track that we tend to always run top five at and we got lapped twice and finished 17th, you know, and it's just, it's hard to bank on anything, especially with the way the competition is in the cars tour now. I mean, it's, it's so tough. There's so many guys that can win. You just take each race at, you know, one at a time and uh, just keep putting your best foot forward and, and do what you can to, to have a car that's capable of winning the race. And, um, you know, I don't, I don't want to bank on, well, we've run there good in the past. We should be fine. You know what I mean? We got to keep focused and, and keep trying to, you know, find more speed out of these cars just to, to go win races. Absolutely. And one thing, too, that, that kind of sticks out to me, I'm sitting here looking at the entry list for Tri-County this weekend, and obviously you've got your Tour and 12 and the familiar names that you're accustomed to seeing, you know, the Mike Looney's, the Connor Jones, um, the Lane Riggs, the Joe Valentos. But this particular weekend, you've got a, you've got a handful of those guys that have run at Tri-County the majority of the year. You've got a Braden Rogers, a Dylan Hauser, Isaac Bevins, and Jacob Hefner. Um, how is it? Do, do you race against those guys differently? Do you feel like those guys may have an advantage over the Cars Tour? You know, everybody kind of saw that with, with Kyle Dudley winning the pole uh, at Motor Mile a couple weeks ago. Do you think one of these four guys may – may be able to contend and, and run up front with you guys, the regular guys? Uh, it's it's really possible. You know, those those guys have been racing there all year long. Um, so you, you could definitely say that they have an advantage on us. But, you know, at the same time, the, the car store 45 is a different compound than the NASCAR 45. So that kind of brings us, brings us more to a, a even playing field. Um, but, I mean, like I said, man, it's, it's just hard to say. You know, those guys could go down there Saturday and – and wear us out, you know, and we could leave scratching our head or, or it could be, you know, more like we've seen at Motor Mile. You know, you just kind of expect those guys to be up front um, and contend for the win, you know. So it, it just it, – it's hard to say. You definitely won't just turn a blind eye over on those guys because, you know, you know, they got the experience there this year. They've been racing on the, the new track surface all year, so they, they know what it's going to do. Um, so we just got to make sure we, we go there and put our work in just like every other weekend. And um, – you know, I think the biggest thing for us this year is we've just 
solely focused on our car and we haven't really paid much attention to, to anybody else. Um, and I think that's helped a lot this year is just, you know, being 100% focused on our car and, and putting our best foot forward. And um, if we all do our job and, you know, we do everything the best we can, I feel confident we can run top three, um, hopefully win the race. You know, obviously that's a goal, but, you know, we just got to make sure we don't beat ourselves is, is the main goal. Is, is that one thing that, that helps you as a driver? I mean, you mentioned it, you know, focusing more on your your efforts. And obviously, Timothy Peters, he's registered. He's, he's plans to be there this weekend in Nelson Carr. But there's been several weekends that you've been the only Nelson Carr at the racetrack. Have you been able to see a difference in, in, the, in, the, in the focus and in, in the preparation from the team as a whole with just bringing the one, maybe two cars, as opposed to years past where you had two, maybe three cars? Yeah, so you know, obviously, the more cars you bring, the more, the more stuff kind of gets strung out. You know, it's it's really, it's really hard to bring enough people to run three or four cars. Um, I know one year at Martinsville we had five, and it was it was a nightmare. Um, you know, you always think you got enough people, but you know, you start bringing that many cars, you you really find out that it, it takes an army to run that amount of cars. You know, any, any kind of weekend. Um, but you know, just. Dialing it back this year with just, you know, me and uh, Timothy racing, it's really helped our program out a lot just because we can, especially when Timothy races, we can take both cars in completely different directions. And, you know, we can try them both on Friday and get them both to the best that we can. And then we can kind of rack our brain Friday night on which one we feel is better. And then we can set them up both that way Saturday morning. Um, So it kind of gives us a, upper hand on what we want to do with the setup just because we have two guys that can dial their car in and get it really close and then um you know with the guys we got there we can we can really fine tune it from there um but you know definitely cutting back on how many cars we take definitely helps you know it puts more focused on one car more focused just on the two versus you know having three or, or whatever the case um so that, that definitely helps um but, you know, we're Nelson Motorsports is always, you know, it's one of our deals is a driver developmental deal. So, um, you know, we're always looking for somebody to to want to rent a car out from us and see what they think, kind of get their feet wet and see if it'd be something they'd, they'd be interested in doing. So, um, you know, definitely not turning anything down. But, you know, at the same time, we feel our program got off and, and we needed to get it better. So that's kind of what we've been working on this year was just getting our stuff better. And um, I'd like to feel that. We have gotten it better. Um, we've definitely shown more speed this year and, and been more consistent. Um, so it definitely helps, you know. So um, we'll just see what the future holds. You know, I don't, I don't know what uh, Mr. Nelson, what all he has planned, but um, definitely proud of all those guys and all the work they've done and uh, just, you know, st- sticking behind me. And um, this year has been challenging so far. I've been sick a few times and uh, I've had some other things going uh, at the racetrack and, just really cool that we're all focused and and 100% behind each other. You know, last year was a test for us and, um, you know, just a test for the team in general. Uh, Just, it was just one of those years, you know, and um, we regrouped over the off season, made some changes and and we all feel that the changes we made have been going in the right direction. So uh, definitely proud of that. Definitely proud of all those guys and um, just got to keep going the way we're going. Absolutely. And one thing, too, you said some challenges. I know um, 
the tire issue has been a challenge for everybody. Uh, the shortage of tires um, ran a different compound at Motor Mile going back to the F45s this weekend, and I don't know if you're aware, uh, but I'll break this news to you. Email came out this afternoon from Cars Tour headquarters that they're going to pick race tires first on Friday and then let practice tires go out after that. Again, that's just a, a product of where we're at in the tire shortage. How has that affected the way you guys show up to the racetrack each weekend based on no practice tires, one set of practice tires? I mean, obviously a team of your size, you've been able to adapt and continue to run up front, but how challenging has that been? It's actually, it hasn't really changed much for us um, other than, you know, we just haven't been able to make qualifying runs. Uh, we just We've been short on tires as a team in general. Um, so, like, when we got to Motor Mile, we went down Tuesday after we hadn't made the changes to the car. And um, we started on F50s we had from South Boston, but they had 120 laps on them. So, we really just used those to break the car in. You know, we put a new nose on it. We made sure it wasn't dragging the, the track too hard. And um, we just kind of got everything shook down. And uh, at that point, we had to go on and put our, our practice tires on that Tuesday. And we put about 40 laps on them. Um, so... That's really been the only change for us is we just haven't been able to make any any qualifying runs. But, you know, we haven't put much focus into that. We've just kind of been focused on, you know, what the car would do as as the tires got heat cycles and laps on them. Um, and, and that's pretty much it. You know, it, it hasn't changed much. And as far as the, the format, I actually – I wish they would just go on and, and go to this to begin with. You know, we get there Friday, everybody pick a race tires out while the, the trailer is full. And then after that, you, you you sell your practice tires. I think that format's way better, and I think we could cut some time on Saturday, you know, and, and not have to get there at ten thirty in the morning to stand around until two forty five before we hit, you know, first practice. Um, so I actually think the the picking your race tires Friday before any practice tires are sold or anything is is really what we need to start doing. You know, the tra the trailer's full, all the tires are there. You can pick what you want out of what's there. You know what I mean? I, I think it would be better for the teams, you know, and then after you get your race tires out the way, then you can sell as many as you want, do whatever you want after the fact. But, um, you know, I, I actually like that format better, you know, versus the the old way of, you know, you buy your practice tires, you get there 1030 Saturday morning, you draw your, your race tire, you know, your your selection for race tires, you go pick your race tires, you hang out till 230, 245, then you finally get on the track. You know, I think we could cut some time if we, if we went on and did all that Friday and, uh, you know, that way all that's out of the way and everybody picked the race tires when the trailer was full. Cause I, I know there's been times even before the shortage that, uh, you know, you, you go to pick your race tires and there's just not, there's not been that many, you know what I mean? So I, I really think that's what we need to start doing is, is picking the race tires first. And then after everybody gets the race tires, you, you go get whatever practice tires you want. Last question for you, Bobby, obviously, um, Man, you have talked about this for the last couple years, and it's not Cars Tour related, but uh, the quest for a grandfather clock, Martinsville Speedway <laughs> coming up in, in three weeks. And I know that it's – I know that how you focus and your concentration on the task at hand on Saturday night, but, man, Martinsville's three weeks away. It's got to be something that's creeped into your mind and, and just wanted to kind of get your thoughts on, on what the 2021 edition of the Valley Star Credit Union may look like for Bobby McCarty here in a couple weeks. Yes, that's that's a good question. I had a uh, a guy call me last week for an interview about it, and he said, "Man, I'm going over your career here, and really, that's the only thing you haven't won yet is, is Martinsville." And I was like, "Well, 
thanks for rubbing it in. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, it's, uh, it's just been that race for me that always just, you know, finds a way to, to slip away from us. We've lost it probably every possible way you can lose it from losing brakes to we had a flywheel break. Uh, we had a ground wire go out and short the alternator out when we was running there. I mean, I, I've lost it about every way you could lose it. Um, so, I mean, that's, uh, that's just another one of them races, man. It's, it's a really long race for us, you know, 200 laps at a half mile, like Martinsville, where you go from some of the highest speeds we see all year down the straightaways to some of the slowest speeds we see in the corners. Um, you know, so it's, it's very demanding on your equipment. And, uh, as far as driving it's it's not that physical. It's a pretty easy place to drive. It's just very mental. Um, you just got to stay on top of your, you know, your P's and Q's and keep the car underneath you. But it, that race just goes so many different ways. I, I've been there and it's been caution after caution after caution. And then the last time we had it, it just went pretty much green the whole way. So it's, it's just one of them races, man. You, you, you bring the best car you can, you, you make the best adjustments you can make. And I mean, even then you still got to have some luck on your side. So, um, we'll just see how it goes. You know, I, it's a race I'm wanting really, really bad. Um, but I'm not going to go into it and, and try to force something to happen. You know, that just ain't there, you know, I mean, we'll, we'll see if we got a car capable of winning them, then by all means we're going to go for it and I'm gonna get everything I got. But, um, the last thing I want to do is tear up a car, you know, trying to take a, seventh race place car to try and win the race so um we'll see how it goes i mean it's like i said it's, it's one of them races that's just always found a way to get away from me so we'll we'll do what we can you know um definitely not counting us out by no means i i feel this could be as good of a year for us to win it as any so we'll see how it goes and um keep our fingers crossed i don't yeah. know what else to say about yeah man it's be sure to share this podcast. New episodes of Stickered Up will be available wherever you download your podcasts. Opportunity to thank those people uh, that get you to the racetrack every weekend. Oh, yeah, man. Definitely uh, got to start off by thanking Kirk with Solid Rock Carriers. He's, he's done a ton for me in the last you know three years that we've been together. So definitely got to thank him. And um, I think Barry Nelson, you know, everybody at autos by Nelson.com, uh, all the guys at the shop, Timothy, DJ, uh, Cessna, RNS race cars, um, Charlie long engines, Brian Tanner, carburetors, uh, just everybody that, that puts work into that car. Uh, I think BTS tire and wheel, uh, cash roll Chevrolet, um, just all these guys that, that help get the cars to the racetrack and just, you know, give me an opportunity to drive something. I can't thank them enough. And, um, you know, for all their support and, and backing over the last couple of years. So I definitely got to thank them and just see how everything goes. Bobby, best of luck to you this weekend at Tri-County and the rest of the year. And I'll tell you what we tell everybody that comes on as a guest of the Stickered Up podcast. You go on and win this weekend and we have you back on in two weeks. <laughs> all right, man. I'm going to do what I can. Sounds good. Caution flags out. We'll come down pit road, sticker up, and we'll return. We'll have Hannah Newhouse with Pit Road TV and NBC Sports on the backside on the GSX Raps Hotline. You're listening to the Stickered Up podcast. Stickered Up, official podcast of the Cars Tour. A rock. Yeah.
is back. Stock car racing returns to historic Rockingham Speedway on Saturday. November 6th. As LeafCars.com presents Race the Rock 125, featuring the Championship Auto Racing Series Cars Tour. Get your tickets now in advance at RaceTheRock.com. Camping and RV sites available too. But I'm going fast. See Thunder Rally Roar to life. November 6th at Rockingham Speedway. Tickets on sale now at RaceTheRock.com. RNS Race Cars, building championship race cars, provider of championship winning late model stock chassis. RNS Services, providing chassis, body hanging, turnkey purchases, parts, and baseline setups. Contact RNS today at 336-213-0736. That's 336-213-0736 to start building your next winning race car. That's RNS Race Cars, 336-213-0736, South Boston, Virginia. Needing new tires and trying to fit that in your budget doesn't have to be stressful. You just need to know where to go, and that's Thrifty Tire, your locally owned source for new and used tires. Two locations, Durham and Roxboro, not just tires. Auto repair, wheels, brakes, alignment, and suspension. Online at thriftytireonline.com. The official Car Care Service Center, the official pit stop of the Stickered Up Podcast. BST, Bryant Shock Technology, providing proven race-winning shock technology. The only thing that will shock are the affordable prices. BST offers sales, service, and repair of racing shocks, plus suspension-related components for a wide range of race cars. With 20-plus years of NASCAR experience and a decade as a shock specialist, contact PJ Bryant, 704-701-5585. That's 704-701-5585. Tell him you heard about BST on Stickered Up. Stickered Up. Delivery by truck, part of the lifeblood of our nation. Solid Rock Carriers, LaGrange, North Carolina, gets the job done. Specializing in general freight and refrigerated foods. And here's an opportunity for you. You can join the Solid Rock Carriers team. If you have a CDL license and would like to find out more, call 252-521-1757. 252-521-1757 for Solid Rock Carriers. Supporting short track racers and industry professionals. And the title sponsor of the Cars Tour. Get the picture with Pit Row TV, the official home of Cars Tour TV, where winners watch their favorite races. If you can't make it to the track, tune in and let Tony Stevens and Anna Newhouse bring you all the action for the Cars Tour. Pit Row TV. Check them out online. PitRow.tv. That's PitRow.tv. Don't change that channel. This is Bobby McCarty, driver of the number 22 Solid Rock Carriers Toyota. You're listening to Stickered Up Podcast. Green flag back out. Stickered Up Podcast, the official podcast of the Solid Rock Carriers Cars Tour via the GSX Raps Hotline. We have Pit Road TV's Hannah Newhouse back with us. Hannah, welcome back to the Stickered Up Podcast. Hey, thanks for having me, Stephen. So you've uh, you've been a busy bee all summer, <laughs> and people that uh, heard you the first time you're on the podcast back in March know that you had a full slate of racing all over the country. Uh, I guess first and foremost, to be able to catch a breath. Uh, I feel like I haven't caught my breath in a couple months yet, and I still am probably going to have to hold it for another month or so. But I mean, I wouldn't have it any other way. You know, it gets it gets exhausting at times, but to be able to at the end of this year kind of look back at what I've done will be it'll be worth it in the end. I'll sleep, you know, I'll sleep all of November basically. 
Well, some big news uh, for Hannah Newhouse uh, here in the last couple of weeks. Uh, you will be with NBC this weekend, the IMSA series at Laguna Seca. Um, talked uh, before you came on on the air here about the homework that you have to do for, for this particular broadcast. Uh, talk a little bit about how that came about and, and what your expectations are for this weekend. Yeah, you know, it's kind of one of those things that, much like racing, it's, you know, all about a pecking order. You got to start somewhere and you move up in classes. And, you know, I've been thankful for everyone that's given me opportunities to, you know, really kickstart my broadcasting career. Everything from, you know, starting at Speed 51 to MRN giving me shots to, you know, Tony, of course, with Cars Tour and Pit Road TV. Um, allowing me to come in, whether it was pit reporting, shooting, you know, being in the booth this year, unfortunately not near as much as I would have liked to, just with how the schedule kind of has panned out. Um, but it's, you know, all about about building that resume. And over the, over the off season, you know, I didn't have a lot of high hopes about getting an opportunity this year just because COVID's kind of carried over into everyone else's, you know, hiring processes and whatnot into this year. And, um, you know, over the last year or so, they had told me, you need just more on-camera stuff. You know, we know that you can call a pit stop. We know you can talk about race cars, but you have to be able to, we have to have people know that when we put you in front of a camera, uh, that you're going to be able to do well. And so I did everything I could this summer to prove that. And part of that was taking on, you know, World of Outlaw late model races and working with Tony and the cars tour in the booth and just taking any on any on-camera opportunities. And um, I went on the road with the Outlaws for three months and did like 25 races with them, put together my reel sent it to NBC and they kind of said, that's exactly what we've been looking for. Like, is just to prove that you could do that. So, um, Jeff Benke with NBC called me and said, what do you know about IMSA? And I was like, not a lot. And he's like, great, you're going to Laguna. <laughs> so, uh, I was studying before I came on here to talk with you, Steven, about man, all the different classes, all the different drivers. I'm fortunate it's a, it's a sprint race. So it's only, you know, a little over two hours. Um, but there's still two drivers, a bunch of different classes. I'm working the pilot series race on Saturday as well. So, uh, it's like going back to college, learning a bunch. Well, I guess the biggest the biggest question, and, and, and we've kind of followed you through your social media and the I, I call it the adventures of Hannah Newhouse. But <laughs> yeah. what I mean, you've done some really cool stuff, the world of outlaws. And what's been the biggest challenge for you um, in the last couple of months as far as the travel and the different series? Has there, has there been anything that kind of stands out as like the biggest challenge? I think the biggest challenge is just, you know, as crazy as it sounds, kind of keeping everything straight. Um, there's been a couple, you know, weeks or weekends back to back to back where, prime example, I went up north with the Outlaws three weeks ago, last week or two weeks ago. Last week, I was in Daytona with NASCAR. This past weekend, I was in Lebanon Valley with the Super Dirt Car Series and Big Blocks. This up and coming weekend, I'll be, you know, at Laguna Seca with IMSA. So it's, you know, just keeping everything straight, making sure I've got notes and I'm in the mindset to go into each weekend fully prepared with that series and not having that crossover. And then also, you know, uh, it, it's hard to keep up with a series when you're not consistently with it. You're having to research what finish happened last week because you unfortunately weren't there to see it or weren't able to catch it on TV. Um, so it's just been, you know, studying, making sure I'm up to date on everything. And then also cultivating relationships in garages that like you don't, usually work in, you know, that was kind of tough for me this past weekend, going to one of the biggest races for the big block modified guys. Uh, they didn't know who I was. And to be quite frank, I didn't know who a lot of they, a lot of them were. So, um, trying to create those relationships from reporter, journalist, you know, pit reporter to driver, um, has been difficult. The outlaw late model guys were phenomenal. They took me in really fast and, you know, 
I was able to create and cultivate those relationships pretty quickly. But, um, you know, it's definitely, it's like, I've had a lot of first day of schools this summer and it's, it's, it's been challenging and there's nerves and there's definitely nerves this weekend. But at this point, I feel like they could about feed into the wolves and I'd figure it out. You've done a phenomenal job everywhere I've seen you. Um, and again, just adapting to each one of those different environments is, is definitely a challenge, but I think you've done a great job of that. do want to go back to where your focus was earlier in the year with the Cars Tour. Obviously, you were in the booth uh, the first handful of races with Tony Stevens, and you admittedly said that you love short track racing, you love late model stock cars. So just kind of wanted to talk to you about, you know, your take on the Cars Tour. Um, I, I assume that you're you're keeping up with it as best you can with all the traveling and whatnot, but just kind of wanted to get your, your uh, litmus test on where the Cars Tour is at right now. Yeah, there's a reason the Cars Tour is, you know, one of the most successful late model tours and and, you know, will probably continue to be one of the longest standing ones, just simply with how Jack and everyone runs the, you know, the series, the loyalty with the drivers and the teams. And of course, you know, what Tony's been able to put together with, with Pit Row TV. And now that I've been able to, you know, work with a bunch of different series and that kind of stuff, it's pretty incredible what they've been able to put together. And I think the biggest thing that, you know, the Cars Tour does really well is, they don't just promote their series. They got out of their way to promote the drivers and promote the tracks and the sponsors that are involved, you know, with the use of Tony. And, you know, this, your guys' podcast is a prime example of that, giving another platform for drivers and, you know, sponsors to promote events, promote themselves, prevent the series. Like the cross promotion is what needs to happen. And what I think is lacking in a lot of different series is, you know, you got to be able to work together to get that publicity and cars to really hits on it. And of course, you know, you guys have got some extreme characters throughout the, not only the late model stock series, but of course the super late model series as well, <laughs> that, that whether they've been racing their five years or just kind of moving their way through, um, it's always, you know, a fun time to walk through the garage and see people that just kind of seem to stay within the, the cars tour. Yeah. And I think that's, that's a very good point. You've got some, some folks that have, that have been a staple in the, in the cars tour. You, you look at someone like a Deke McCaskill that's been there since day one, uh, someone like a Justin Johnson, that's a, that's an experienced veteran of Bobby McCarty. But you also look at the flip side, look at some of the youngsters that have made their way to the higher levels of NASCAR through the Cars Tour. Obviously, Josh Berry comes to mind, Ty Gibbs, Corey Heim, Sam Mayer. So it's definitely shown, to, and even you know Harrison Burton, it's shown that it's a proving ground for race car drivers to come through. Yeah, absolutely. And I think you, know, you even mentioned Justin Johnson. When you get those core fans like Justin Johnson fans, they're going to seem liable to cheer for someone like Caden Honeycutt simply for the affiliation. So it's been cool to see that change of guard also. Well, you know, while Justin's still racing and competing for wins, you know, he's got someone like Caden in his car that's also competing for wins. And so you get that, you know, cross with the fans as well, which has kind of been fun to see how that's all panned out. And, you know, even someone like, you know, Josh, Josh is clearly not running full-time in the cars tour, but there are people that are probably junior motorsports fans or paying attention to that team, team simply because of, we know what Josh has created over there. Absolutely. And and one thing I do want to talk, I want to get off racing um, because I think it's, it's awesome. Um, but if anybody follows you on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, uh, any of your social media, they're probably familiar with um, super planet Janet. <laughs> and I wanted you to get, and I wanted to give you an opportunity because I'm sure that Janet's probably not a fan of all the travel that you have been doing this summer. Oh, no, you would think we neglect her because every time we come home, 
it is like we have been gone for days. But fortunately, like we have good friends that, you know, either A, have dogs or B, live near us that'll take her for a day or two. And actually, Dylan and I's travel schedule this summer hasn't been terrible in the sense that usually, you know, I'll leave on a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, come home Sunday morning. He might leave Saturday night, come home Monday. So there's maybe a 24-hour lapse where one of us is not home. Very, very rarely is one of us gone for more than a couple days. Um, She's the freaking best, though. Today is actually two years since we got her, I brought her home from Idaho. And that's and why I wanted to bring it up because it popped up on my, uh, on my yep, Facebook Today's page. her gotcha day, yeah. her two-year gotcha day. And she is the biggest personality, the best racetrack dog. We take her to the track all the time, and she is just the bomb. So do you take her to Millbridge? Because oh, yeah, you yep. guys go to Millbridge quite a bit, the go-kart track. Yep, yep. She goes to Millbridge with us uh, whenever Dylan races a, you know, a micro She's gone to the USAC races with us. She went to PA Midget Week with us last year. Um, she's gone to, you know, when I was racing some late model stuff, she went with us to those and has no problem. Like the cars don't bother her at all, the loud noises. But like, God forbid, like a water grate, you know, like that they have on the sidewalk sometimes. Yeah. Terrified. Water grate, not going to happen. But like race cars backfiring, popping, no big deal. Yeah. Well, again, <laughs> it's and it's like a like I said that he, she's part of that family. I mean, she's got her own Instagram, correct? Oh yeah, yep. Super Planet Janet, man. Everyone's got to give her a follow. I would encourage everyone to do such. <laughs> Hannah, uh, talk a little bit, uh, and I want to I want to wrap up here because I know that you're busy. I want to make sure that you get back to to school for this weekend's IMSA race at Laguna Seca with NBC. But tell fans where they can see you um, as the race season kind of wraps up here over the next couple months. Yeah, definitely my social media is the best place to probably, you know, keep up with everything uh, because my schedule is, for the most part, pretty fluid and ever-changing. Um, and usually it's on Twitter where I'm at and same with my Instagram, which ever, all my social media is at Hannah Newhouse. Um, but, you know, like I'm excited to be at Laguna this weekend. You can watch on Peacock or uh, Track Pass for the Michelin Pilot Series on Saturday. And then we'll be live on NBCSN Sunday afternoon before... Um, before IndyCar. And then I get to do like arena cross also in Reno later this year. And I don't know the actual times and dates of that yet, but um, there's just so much going on. I'm super excited about it. I'm hoping to get back to another cars to a race uh, South Boston, I think is my next one with the good old dates changes that keep happening. It just seems like you never know, um, but I'll have some NASCAR stuff also with MRN. It's, it's going to be a crazy busy season until about mid November for me. Well, I can tell you that we really miss seeing you at the racetrack on Cars Tour weekends, but but I think I speak for everybody on the Cars Tour that we're super happy and excited for you as you continue your journey uh, in motorsports journalism. Hannah, thank you so much for the time. Best of luck to you this weekend at Laguna Seca. Awesome. Thanks so much, Stephen. I appreciate it. That'll bring the next caution flag out for the Stickered Up podcast. We'll come down pit road. We'll stick her up. When the green flag flies, we'll have Carter Langley in studio. He makes his Cars Tour debut this weekend at Tri-County Speedway. You're listening to the Stickered Up podcast. Stickered Up, official podcast of the Cars Tour. Cars Tour.
BST, Bryant Shock Technology, providing proven race-winning shock technology. The only thing that will shock are the affordable prices. BST offers sales, service, and repair of racing shocks, plus suspension-related components for a wide range of race cars. With 20-plus years of NASCAR experience and a decade as a shock specialist, contact P.J. Bryant, 704-701-5585. That's 704-701-5585. Tell him you heard about BST on Stickered Up. Stickered Up. Needing new tires and trying to fit that in your budget doesn't have to be stressful. You just need to know where to go, and that's Thrifty Tire, your locally owned source for new and used tires. Two locations, Durham and Roxborough, and not just tires. Auto repair, wheels, brakes, alignment, and suspension. Online at thriftytireonline.com. The official car care service center, the official pit stop of the Stickered Up podcast. Get the picture with Pit Row TV, the official home of Cars Tour TV, where winners watch their favorite races. If you can't make it to the track, tune in and let Tony Stevens and Hannah Newhouse bring you all the action for the Cars Tour. Pit Row TV. Check them out online. PitRow.tv. That's PitRow.tv. Don't change that channel. The Rock is back. Stock Car Racing returns to historic Rockingham Speedway on Saturday. November 6th. As LeafCars.com presents Race the Rock 125, featuring the Championship Auto Racing Series Cars Tour. Get your tickets now in advance at RaceTheRock.com. Camping and RV sites available too. But are going fast. See Thunder Rally Roar to life. November 6th at Rockingham Speedway. Tickets on sale now at RaceTheRock.com. Delivery by truck, part of the lifeblood of our nation. Solid Rock Carriers, LaGrange, North Carolina, gets the job done. Specializing in general freight and refrigerated foods. And here's an opportunity for you. You can join the Solid Rock Carriers team. If you have a CDL license and would like to find out more, call 252-521-1757. 252-521-1757 for Solid Rock Carriers. Supporting short track racers and industry professionals. And the title sponsor of the Cars Tour. RNS Race Cars, building championship race cars, provider of championship winning late model stock chassis. RNS Services, providing chassis, body hanging, turnkey purchases, parts, and baseline setups. Contact RNS today at 336-213-0736. That's 336-213-0736 to start building your next winning race car. That's RNS Race Cars, 336-213-0736, South Boston, Virginia. Hey guys, my name is Hannah Newhouse with Motor Racing Network and Pit Row TV, and you're listening to the Stickered Up Podcast. Green flag back in the air, the Stickered Up Podcast, the official podcast of the Side Rock Carriers Cars Tour. In studio, a young man that will be making his Cars Tour debut this weekend at Tri-County Speedway in the Harrison Workwares 225, driving a Justin Johnson-prepared Ford Mustang. Carter Langley, welcome to the Stickered Up Podcast. Hey, Stephen. How are you? I'm glad to be here. He's got a lounge voice. Uh, man, it's uh, it's been a whirlwind for you. Uh, 2021, your first year full-time in late model stock car. You've, you've primarily been at South Boston Speedway, but you've turned a lot of heads. You've done a lot of good things. I know that you don't have that win that you were looking for earlier in the year, but just talk a little bit about your, about your journey to this point. Uh, yes, sir. Um, we've had a pretty good year so far. Uh, 
that new Reynolds Racing chassis and Darapol motor uh, really helped us step up our game at South Boston halfway through the year, and we've been able to compete with Landon Pimbleton, Jacob Boris, and Peyton Sellers these past couple of races, and uh, really excited about this opportunity with the JJR, and really excited to see what we can do against Bobby and Justin. Well, you turned a lot of heads a couple of weeks ago at South Boston, um, the biggest field, uh, regular Saturday night show at South Boston, uh, was about three weeks ago, 23 late models. And you put that, uh, quality pre-owned GSX wraps number five on the pole. And, uh, I don't think I've ever heard fans cheer as loud as they did after a qualifying run. And that had to make you feel really good. Yeah. That made me feel really good. Honestly. Um, I didn't really know that many people liked me at South Boston because I figured all of them liked Peyton for the most off. So um, it made me feel really good uh, knowing that I had some people in the stands that actually liked me. A little bit of a challenge for you this weekend. Obviously, I know you're excited about your Cars Tour debut at Tri-County, but a racetrack you've never been to uh, with with some of the ordinances in place at Tri-County. They're only allowed to fire engines two days a week, so Friday, Saturday. So no opportunity to go and practice on Thursday, get get used to the track. You have been in the race car. You were at the race car uh, at Hickory about six weeks ago, a little test session um, up there on a Friday afternoon. Talk about what your expectations and your thoughts are going in Friday, new race car, new racetrack. Well, my expectations are just to have a good run, and um, it's a little bit different than my car. Uh, The throttle and the steering feels a little bit different, but uh, I think I'll adapt pretty good to it, and I'm excited to try a new track and see what different tracks are about and see how different they are than most high-grip racetracks like South Boston and – We'll just see what we got, and hopefully we can run with them as I think we can. You had an opportunity two weeks ago to be at a Cars Tour event. Uh, it's a little bit different scenario. You were Derek Peebles and, and Jonathan Finley uh, helping them um, in two weeks ago. You feel like that that experience kind of make might, might ease a little bit of the stress and the pressure going in behind the wheel on Friday? Oh, definitely. Uh, I really saw what it was all about, and – the pace is a lot different than at South Boston. Um, they go hard for 125 laps, and uh, they give no space, and it's just hard racing the whole time. And I, that's what I like. I race go-karts, and everybody knows the tail the whole time in go-kart racing. So uh, I think it'll be a little bit more like I like and more like I'm used to when I race go-karts. Speaking of the go-karts, and, and me and you have had this conversation in the past, Go-karts are all about momentum, and it's definitely a different kind of racing. What's been the biggest challenge for you adapting from where, you know, racing go-karts where you won multiple championships, multiple races? Uh, You've been in, you know, you ran a Charger for about a year and a half before you made the transition to a limited late model last year and then late model this year. What's the biggest challenge as far as go-kart to full-size car for you? Using the brakes, most definitely, because – go-kart you're wide open the whole time and uh it's not easy to pass but it's a lot easier to pass and uh these you have to slow them down before you have to be slow to go fast half the time and in a go-kart you're just fast all the time you just go 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 and uh that's most definitely the hardest part i probably had was having to slow it down and make it turn instead of like basically holding the wheel and barely turning a little bit because that's basically what you do in a go-kart 
big three weeks for you. Make your Cars Tour debut on Saturday night at Tri-County, and then you'll make your your first attempt to qualify for the Valley Star Credit Union 300 at Martinsville. A lot of pressure for a 16-year-old kid there. Yes, sir. Um, I'm very excited, though. Um, I couldn't really do any of this without my dad and my uncle for everything they do, though. And uh, it's going to be a big three weeks, but I'm really excited. The, the thing that I think handicaps you, especially at Martinsville, um, I think it's a little bit this weekend, as I just mentioned, with with very limited exposure. Never been to Martinsville. The way they've changed up um, the the two-day show. They used to have a full day of practice, which people would go and, and get what they needed. That practice time has been cut to a four-hour practice session on Friday and then single-car qualifying or group qualifying on Friday night. Um, me and you talked about this. You do a little bit of iRacing, some sim racing. Have you been at Martinsville, and do you feel like there are things that you can pull from that iRacing to, to – to you know two weeks when you hit the track for the first time yes sir um i actually right before i came here i was um practicing on martinsville because you said something about it and my dad said something about it and uh i've just really been trying to work on my breaking points and trying to drive it off in there and see on i racing if you hit the wall it don't matter but if you hit it in real life there ain't no racing the next day so uh yeah i've just been trying to figure out how far i can drive it in there and how far how far i need to drive it in there so and my pickup gas points and just trying to figure out what i need to know because we don't have that practice day to figure it out you've raced against some some national champions in in peyton sellers and um some runners up in, in mike looney uh you raced against a lot of these cars tour guys at south boston and langley in the 200 lapper at south boston the hampton heat do you feel like you know you're 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 able to go and ask those guys for for feedback once you get to Martinsville? You know, Jared Fryer or Justin Johnson? Do you feel comfortable going and asking those guys if you find yourself kind of up against the wall or spun out? Definitely, I, I definitely feel like I could ask Justin and Jared. Uh, they've really like kind of took me under the wing, and they I've actually talked to them a couple times, and I feel like if I ever like needed to talk to them about a line or asked them if I, hey, I could go out and follow behind you, that they would definitely be the people that I could ask to do that. Obviously, Justin's going to be kind of guiding you this weekend um, from a from a owner standpoint. But do you go ask Jared how to how to get how to get around Tri County? I mean, I mean, if he's better or faster than me, and Justin, I know is probably going to be pretty good, and um, if. I see that he has a better – if Justin takes a different line and I try doing it and I don't really like it, and Jared has a different line and I like the way he runs it better and they're both equally as fast, I I feel like I could go ask him and be like, hey, uh, what are you doing in this corner? And maybe find out either – I could take one person's line in one corner and one person's line in the next corner and maybe make a faster lap than them, or I can just do the whole line and – uh if I like that better, then it'd be better. Don't overthink it. That's what I always <laughs> tell people. Don't overthink it. Yeah, I probably will. What's the um, – obviously a very young career. What's the – is there a moment that stands out this year as a highlight to this point? Um, obviously, you haven't gotten that win. Uh, did have your a, a top three uh, your last trip to South Boston. We're running for the lead before you had a, a, a mechanical failure take you out of the second race. Uh, winning the pole – 
Any of those moments stand out as kind of the highlight thus far? Definitely the poll. It's and the top three. Um, I really, it really gave me a boost of confidence and what I was actually capable to do because uh, we had a really good at the fourth run at the Fourth of July race. Um, but we just got knocked back a little bit in the race and. I really was like, I don't know, but um, coming back and qualifying on the pole and finishing third is, uh, it really gave me a better boost of confidence. Takes a lot of people to get to the racetrack. I uh, want to give you the opportunity to to thank your, obviously you've already thanked your your dad and your and your uncle, um, kind of the family family aspect of the mm-hmm. race team, but obviously some sponsors that get you to the racetrack as well. Definitely GXS Wraps and RPM Group. Uh, they've done a lot for me over the past couple of weeks and, and wrapping my cars and making them look good every week. And uh, definitely Handyman and Quality Pre-Owned Trucks and Cars, uh, National Land Realty, Thrifty Tire, Solid Lock Carrier, and my whole family, Marty and uh, Jackie Robertson and Bennett and everybody This helped me get to where I am now. You have a bright future, young man. We look forward to seeing how well you fare with the uh, Sharks that we call them in the Cars Tour. Carter, best of luck to you this weekend at Tri-County, and uh, I'll tell you the same thing we told Bobby earlier. You go out there and win that thing. We'll have it back in a couple of weeks. Well, I'm going to try my hardest to. Last caution flag out for this edition of the Stickered Up Podcast. We'll be back after a trip down pit road to Sticker Up. You're listening to the Stickered Up Podcast. Stickered Up, official podcast of the Cars Tour. race cars building championship race cars provider of championship winning late model stock chassis rns services providing chassis body hanging turnkey purchases parts and baseline setups contact rns today at 336-213-0736 that's 336-213-0736 to start building your next winning race car that's rns race cars 336-213-0736 south boston virginia the rock Stock Car Racing returns to historic Rockingham Speedway on Saturday. As LeafCars.com presents Race the Rock 125, featuring the Championship Auto Racing Series Cars Tour. Get your tickets now in advance at RaceTheRock.com. Camping and RV sites available too. See Thunder Rally Roar to life. November 6th at Rockingham Speedway. Tickets on sale now at RaceTheRock.com. Needing new tires and trying to fit that in your budget doesn't have to be stressful. You just need to know where to go, and that's Thrifty Tire, your locally owned source for new and used tires. Two locations, Durham and Roxboro, and not just tires. Auto repair, wheels, brakes, alignment, and suspension. Online at thriftytireonline.com. The official car care service center, the official pit stop of the Stickered Up podcast. Get the picture with Pit Row TV, the official home of Cars Tour TV, where winners watch their favorite races. If you can't make it to the track, tune in and let Tony Stevens and Hannah Newhouse bring you all the action for the Cars Tour. Pit Row TV. Check them out online. PitRow.tv. That's PitRow.tv. 
Don't change that channel. BST, Bryant Shock Technology, providing proven race winning shock technology. The only thing that will shock are the affordable prices. BST offers sales, service, and repair of racing shocks, plus suspension related components for a wide range of race cars. With 20 plus years of NASCAR experience and a decade as a shock specialist, contact PJ Bryant 704 701 5585. That's 704 701 5585. Tell him you heard about BST on Stickered Up. Stickered Up. Delivery by truck, part of the lifeblood of our nation. Solid Rock Carriers, LaGrange, North Carolina, gets the job done. Specializing in general freight and refrigerated foods. And here's an opportunity for you. You can join the Solid Rock Carriers team. If you have a CDL license and would like to find out more, call 252-521-1757. 252-521-1757. For Solid Rock Carriers, supporting short track racers and industry professionals. And the title sponsor of the Cars Tour. White flag out for this edition of the Stickered Up Podcast, the official podcast of the Cyber Carriers Cars Tour. As we head to Tri-County Motor Speedway this weekend for the HarrisonWorkWear.com 225. Actions will start at the racetrack at 11 o'clock with trailer parking. Crew chief meeting at 1 o'clock. That's also when we mentioned they will draw for race tires in qualifying order. They'll do that on Friday, which they typically do on Saturday. So they've moved things up a little bit. Late model stock cars will take the track at 3 o'clock. Alternating practice with the super late models until 7 o'clock. Action back at the racetrack on Saturday. Uh, where the late model stock cars will hit the track for the first time at 1 o'clock with alternating practices until 3.15. Late model stock car qualifying will start at 5.15. Super late models will be at 5.45. Fan Fest, something that we haven't seen a whole lot of in the last year and a half. They will have a Fan Fest this weekend at Tri-County Speedway on track. That'll be from 6.15 to 7 o'clock. Driver intros at 7.15. Pre-race ceremonies at 7.25. And the green flag for the Harrison's Workwear.com 225 will take a place at 745. The super late models will run their first will run the first section, 100 laps, ten thousand dollars to the winner. Nightcap will be the late model stock cars for 125 laps. Super late model entry list from the headquarters of the Cars Tour in Mooresville, North Carolina. 18 on the preliminary list. Those include Kyle Plott, William Selvich, Justin Kreider, Michael Rich, Hunter Robbins, Sammy Smith, Chandler Smith, Lee Tissett, Carson Quapple, Jake Garcia, Daniel Dye, Cody Connor, Jeff Batten, Stephen Nassi will be in this weekend's event, as will Matt Craig. Tyler Tanner will be making his first career Cars Tour. Uh, pretty prominent super late model out in the on the West Coast. Kyle Bryant and Jet Nolan round out the 18 cars for the super late models. On the late model stock car, a lot of familiar names. Deke McCaskill, Brandon Pierce, Braden Rogers, Jonathan Finley, Caden Honeycutt. Our most recent guest, Carter Langley, Dylan Hauser, Timothy Peters, Jared Fryer, Joe Valento, Bobby McCarty, also a guest on this edition of the Stickered Up podcast. Mason Diaz will be back in action this weekend as well. Isaac Bevan, Tyler Matthews returns to the Cars Tour and Lee McCall's 41, Justin Johnson, Mini Tyrell, Mike Looney, Connor Jones, Jonathan Schaefer, Sam Yarber, Jacob Hefner, who was the most recent winner at Tri-County, and Lane Riggs round out the 22 cars that will take the green flag on Saturday. Would not make be possible um, to do this podcast without our sponsors, Kirk Eye Pocket Solid Rock Carriers, Justin Johnson Thrifty Tire, 
Marcus Richmond at RNS Race Cars, PJ Bryan at BST Shocks, and then Pit Road TV, Tony Stevens. If you can't make it to Tri County this weekend, we encourage you to watch online as Tony and his guys do a phenomenal job of bringing the action to you. Also, want to thank Morgan Patrick, Dave Perkins here at Broadcasting Experts for making us sound so good. We look forward to seeing you at the racetrack. That'll be the checkered flag for this edition of the Stickered Up Podcast. Be sure to share this podcast. New episodes of Stickered Up will be available wherever you download your podcasts.